Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 236, episode 4 of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist! Yeah! It's a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness, and it is Thursday, May 12th, 2022. What does that mean? 20, what does it May, mean? May 10th. May 12th. <laughs> May 12th. May the 12th where be with I? you. Who am it's I? National Fibromyalgia Awareness Day. It's okay. also National Odometer Day. Yes. National finally. Limerick Day. Limerick day? Yeah. Hell yeah. Hit me hit me with an improvised limerick. Oh right. man. There once was a man <laughs> from Nantucket. There he is. Who had a shirt so long he couldn't tuck it. Uh-huh. Um and he said with a grin as he wiped off his chin, if my shirt was a blouse, I could tuck it. There it is. So Boom. that was a great limerick. Thank and you. And that's so much. why we love limericks. Yeah. My name is Jack O'Brien, aka You've Got to Pick Up Every Switch. You got to pick up every Switch. Nintendo bat to make it rich. Mm. Oh no. Must be the season of the Switch. Yeah. That is courtesy of Ramen King. A song called Season of the Witch by Donovan. And, you know, 
a reference to the fact that not only do I play Switch, I, I pick up every everyone. What you know, mm-hmm. the Switch shelves stay bare because of me. Yeah, and you told me you said you know you can you can buy physical media, but you know load up on those those five twelve gigabyte SD cards, man, because that's where a lot of your media is going to live. I was like, yeah, that's a good that's a good point, Jack. Man, you, I, I can't believe you remembered what I said. You word for word, for yeah. not the five. You said this is what you're gonna gigabytes. do. You're gonna buy two fifty six gigs, and then that's not gonna be enough. And then you go to four hundred, and then that's not gonna be enough. When you should have oh just bought five twelves from the jump. I wish I was ever confident and competent enough to say the phrase, "This is what you're gonna do." To somebody, <laughs> I think I probably was that confident while drunk at one point you know, in my life, but I've never. <laughs> you know, when you've been that confident when you talk about reheating pizza slices. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I've that definitely. You were like, "Here's what you do," and I was like, "Go on." <laughs> you get a pan hot. Get a little drip of water, cover mm-hmm. it. I, I, those drip of water comes in, in after a minute, Miles. Don't, oh, don't sorry, mis- sorry. mislead the people. <laughs> Thank you gotta, you. you gotta get it hot and crispy first. Then you put a <laughs> drip of water on, and that fluffs the crust up right at the end. Confidence back. And I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co host, Mr. Miles Gray. It kind of feels like. I lost all my money <laughs> on these fucking NFTs. Oh, oh. I kind of feel like I got no more money. Fucking with cryptocurrency. Oh, oh. Oof. damn. Oof. It hurts. And yet it's, it feels it's so bad. good. Honestly, it's bad. I've been looking at some of, I've been, you know, I've been lurking on some of these websites and the exchanges. You know, it's, it's grim. Like, a lot of people have lost a lot of money. And that's when you're like, oh, God, man. The f- these poor fucking people who are like, I put my whole 401k into this? You're like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, no, no. And no, now no. Fidelity's out here trying to be like, we want to have crypto be part of our uh, 401k portfolios. You're like, no, the fuck you don't. The password is Fidelity. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the the one silver lining is, of course, that the crypto crash, the NFT Ponzi scheme that we're all living through will create some great art, like yeah. people just who, who are hurt, who are going through it. It's going to create some great art. Just like You think Trump's there's going to be NFTs? There's going to be NFTs of people's panicked tweets to be like, dude, you want to buy these ones where they, they thought <laughs> NFTs were bust. You want that one now. Well, Miles, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by a hilarious comedian, one of our favorite guests yeah. on TDZ. Dave Grohl once touched her arm and said, hey, you're pretty funny. You can see her on stages everywhere from California to London, Berlin, Singapore. It's Lydia Popovich! Lydia! You better motherfucking believe it. I there am it here. I am in the house. I killed a tick that was trying to bite my leg less than it's 25 trying to kill minutes you. ago because I'm a fucking savage out there here in go. the streets. <laughs> in the woods yeah. of Tennessee. Yeah, if you didn't know, uh, bug season in the South is real. Really? Yes. It's yeah, really yeah, yeah. real. Like, Wait, uh, how do you I've, fight a tick? Because usually, in my mind, ticks are only things you you encounter when you go on a hike or some shit because I'm so well, concrete. This bold motherfucker, uh, well, I just I took the dog outside, mm-hmm. play a little ball, throw around in the grass in the front mm-hmm. yard, you know, in the, the, the down front yard. Mm-hmm. Uh, come back in. Of course, I, you know, tell her she's a very good girl and that she's perfect and I love her and she's a beautiful little angel and I kiss her face and I hug her and I ruffle her little ears. And then I sat down at my desk and then I was like, I feel like something's crawling on my face. And then I see something on my glasses and then I'm like, there's something on my glasses. And then I take my glasses off. This bold motherfucking tick jumped off my dog, had the audacity 
to jump onto my motherfucking face. Sorry oh, with all the motherfuckers, no. but this motherfucker jumped on my face. And then I saw him climbing on my glasses, so I threw my glasses on my desk, and he jumped off my glasses, and then I had matches on my desk because I smoke weed, and I lit a motherfucking match, and then I burnt that bitch because they wow. don't... Like, you can try to squish them, but, like, they just don't squish. Like, people don't realize that ticks are, like... They're like little tanks. They're like cockroaches where, you you know, you really got to fucking want to kill them. Wow. But that's how you get them. If they burn into your skin, you kind of got to burn them out. I know that so one. Just, yeah, use the matchstick yeah. to get them to, to give up on it. Wow. Yeah, okay. so I, I burnt that bitch on my desk and was just like, like, just, I was horrified because I was like, it was on my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah. I stripped off all of my clothes and changed my clothes before we started this podcast because I was like, I could be covered in ticks right now. Right, right, But right. I, I know it's because I, I kissed her and it jumped off of her. And she has meds, so like you know she'll be all right. Right, but, right. but still, these gotta ticks, get those tick meds. Gotta start man, taking your dog's tick medication. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> like we've had people out here, and like the last two house guests have like called us afterwards. I'm like, yeah, I picked three ticks off my body, and I'm like, well, I told you to wear long pants. Yeah, right. Because we stop go log rolling in the, in the tall grass. Yeah, and I'm like, if we're gonna go shooting, we're gonna go. You know, the range is out in the woods, so it's like you're gonna. You're going to get some stragglers, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But my dumb ass was out there also in shorts and a tank top because I'm an idiot. So it's kind of my fault, too. I, I, I didn't take my That's that Cali and you thought you were safe out there. Really? I, got a and question. I was like, it's the short grass. You know, it'll be fine. Nope, not fine. I got a question. What's the end game for ticks? They're, so they, they burrow <laughs> in. They you know what, stick their whole fucking head yes. into your, under your skin. And that, like, isn't that the thing that, like, that's why it you is. need to be so careful pulling them out is because their whole head will come off if you... Like, the body what, what the fuck are you thinking, Tick? I feel like they're like the deadbeat dudes of the insect world. Right. Like they like show up and they seem cool and they're like all beefy and they're like, yeah, man, I just need to like spend the night at your house or like take a shower or whatever. And the next thing you know, they've burrowed their fucking head into your couch and they never leave like until they like die or you get them out. Like right. I think they're they just they're users. Like they just suck blood and then they suck so much blood they explode. Like yeah, they I don't turn know. into like grapes. Uh, like yeah, rape sized ticks and then what do they idiots. do they like go back they and die? just like they roll home and are I just guess. like worthless for their yeah, or do, they do, take they... That, do they take the yeah. blood back to their family and just like right. like all over yeah. it and then it's you just know. like fucking carry in a tick living room I don't know right mosquitoes at least are efficient you know they get in, get in they get out. out they you don't yeah. just like turn turn your arm and like there's been one there for like a week and it's like five pounds of, yeah and then you're like blood. they need the blood for the babies because it's what if they're typically aliens? the females that bite, right, on mosquitoes? I don't know, man. What if they're trying to lay eggs in us? Do ticks lay eggs in you? I don't think so. Because I feel like I would have heard of that. Right. Like the, right. Spiders do. Famously. Yeah. And yeah, that yeah. one girl was taking a shower one time. And, <gasps> well, we all know what happened. She scratched <laughs> a little bump and man. baby spiders came pouring oh out. I would cut off my fucking arm. Yeah. I'd just be like, and we're done with this arm. Yeah. I don't need it <laughs> right, anymore. Right. No, I'm good. I can, yeah. Can I'll you take, take it off, in. please? Forever. No, no, no. I will rock that stump. No bouncing like, yeah, no. back from that. Spiders yeah. were in there. I can't. Yeah. We're never oh, doing this again. Gotta ask you, Lydia, what did you think uh, of uh, uh, your goddess, Dolly Parton's announcement about Taco Bell, the Mexican pizza musical? What? Listen. What, how do you look you at that what? from your perspective? What's going on there? She's, a, she's the queen, dude. This bitch yeah. is so fucking smart. Like, honestly, like... That was when the t- Mexican pizza came back. I was like, 
you can't tell me she's not a walking saint on this earth. Like mm. we've all been missing that pizza. I fucking love that Mexican pizza. I don't yep. even like Taco Bell, but I I go there to get the Mexican pizza. Like when I heard it was going away, I went and got my last one and fucking cried in that goddamn parking lot. <laughs> and then I saw her talking about it in an interview. All that woman had to mention it in an interview was just casually, I like the Mexican pizza. And guess what came back? The motherfucking Mexican pizza. So yes, we need a musical to rejoice this. Like okay. let us all sing together. Okay. We are the world. My yes. question, is this a is this genius business tactics because you can only imagine what that dump truck of cash looked like oh my god or so do you think money. dolly parton is doing this because she truly believes in it and i'm fine either way because i'm like it's honestly money, dolly. i think it's money uh, i think she's yeah. like i think she loves the pizza and thinks it's cute and then was like probably said no and then they're like uh here's four dump trucks full of money and she's like oh i'll sing about a fucking pizza there's nothing that lady loves more than money and an opportunity to come up with a clever twist of words so i cannot wait for like what little cute tongue-in-cheek shit she's going to be singing about mexican pizza yeah it's it's probably going to be barely tolerable, but I I can't wait. I, I, yeah, I heard even she if wrote it is the, just for a commercial. I heard she wrote the entire Mexican pizza musical in five minutes. I believe it. Isn't that? I bet the she wrote it on her Jolene. nails. I bet she wrote it. Yeah, she wrote <laughs> she it on wrote the top of like the pizza box. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. She, wrote she had it two crunches she of it. it. Yeah. yeah. She's like, ooh, that bite sounds like a melody. Crunch, 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 crunch. She's like, print tape. Yeah. Starting doing her finger percussion. Yep, exactly. And she's like, oh, when they're covered in sauce, it's a different sound. All right, Lydia, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of the things we're talking about today. We're talking about Gen Z and the tech savvy fighting back against union-busting companies. We're talking about Susan Collins's Susan Collins-ness and just general <laughs> Republicanness. We're going to talk about, like, the, the groomer rhetoric that's coming out of the right is really scary. So I want, I want to talk about, like, why, why that's so scary and dangerous, all of that, plenty more. But first, Lydia, we do like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history? Okay, I'm going to be real extra honest today. This is this is this is me being very vulnerable. I don't think it's going to surprise anyone, but you know, it's something maybe people wouldn't talk about. I I googled yesterday because I hadn't really done any googling today, but yesterday I googled uh, Jesse Williams nude images because I yes. saw on the Twitters. And I was like, what's wrong? And then I was like, oh, he's in a play. That means it's good dick. Like, they don't ask you to get naked unless you got good dick. And I never really, like, I, he's not an unattractive man, but, like, he's not really my vibe. You know what I mean? Like, he sure, he's got those nice light eyes. Like, I'm here for it. That's fine. But would never, you know, I was like, what, what is he working with? What's going on? It didn't yield any results. But this morning on Twitter, oh, thank you, algorithm. I, there was somebody that had, you know, that posted, you know, a repost of a repost. So I finally got to see that dick. And God Damn, is that a good dick? I yeah. did not like it might have been the angle. I don't know, but it was like I haven't been this excited about seeing a penis that I didn't think I would like since I saw Bonnie Con uh Bobby Cannavale's dick and fucking God damn it, what was that show? It was like a show I didn't watch forever, and then it's like he's like a fucking killer. Oh, Boardwalk Empire. Oh, oh yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, Carnival like Dick Moretti, right? Yeah, there's like a scene where What's he's basically name? like fucking this bitch and like dudes come in to kind of kill him and he gets up out of the bed like literally like strokes her down Rosetti. like pulls out and then fucking just starts blasting guns kills dude and he's covered in blood and he's walking down the hallway and they're shooting it from the top so you just kind of see like 
a semi-hard dick just covered in blood, like in guns, and that's my shit. So I was covered like, in Damn. blood and guns. <laughs> I was like, this is his dick is also magnetic, and yeah, it's it, all. <laughs> it has its own gun. It's like, yeah. we got you, buddy. You know, his balls are underneath with six shooters. Oh, it was amazing. That is a great question you you kind of posed is what comes first when you're casting somebody who's going to show their dick? Like, do they do they need to have seen the dick first before they bring them in to that role? Is it part of the casting process or has there ever been a situation where they cast someone for a role and then they're like, oh, we're going to have to recast here. That is. See, well, like here's Harvey where Keitel I do wasn't f- originally in the piano. Right. Yeah, it was like, yeah, exactly. There was no nudity planned and they're like, hold up. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Dog, I'm going to need you just to stay just like that. <laughs> I should have knocked before I came to the trailer. However, I'm glad I'm here. I, I think there's a difference between the stage and the screen, right? I think if it's for like a movie or a TV it's probably like, hey, there's some nudity. Are you comfortable with it? I don't think there's discussion because you can shoot it from angles. You can light it. But on the stage, yeah, on the stage, there's no lies. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? You got to have at least something that presents itself. You know what I mean? You can't draw eyeliner in a dick so you can see it from the back of the room. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, there's <laughs> right. no jumbotron at the play, you know, right. the playhouse. Yeah. So I feel like in that case, it's like, do you have the acting chops? Okay, now let's see that dick. That Does it play from the stage? Does it play from the stage? Yeah, we need to see you. Can you hit your mark, please? Yes. His dick now. really pops. It really pops. It does. On stage. It just, you know, and it was glistening and it was all wet and shit. It was like fucking a uh, flash dance, but like he was all in like a shower, but just like standing up, just like very bold. And yeah, man, it looked great. I, there I might really... just be like an attraction thing there where like the, the right performer will be drawn to that role and the, and you know, like you yeah. don't have somebody who's like, uh, no, I'd rather. Really not. Like, what if we what if we didn't do that uh, whole section of the play, you know? Well, and it's interesting because, like, he doesn't, like, carry himself with big dick energy. You know what I mean? And maybe he's just a maybe he's a shower and not a grower. I mean, I don't know how the thing works, but, like, it, it's like he was upset. He was, like, really concerned about, like, people in the audience taking pictures of his dick. And I'm like, why, bro? And But I'm like, oh, because now your <laughs> secret's out. You know what I mean? Right. The, Jesse Williams was saying, though, you're right. He, he said that before he was going to do that role, he was terrified. But he says, then, then I, he, I guess he was on Andy Cohen. <laughs> then show. I saw my dick. He's like, <laughs> then like, I no. noted that that is what I asked God for. I asked to be terrified. I asked to do something that was scary and challenging and made me earn it and made me feel alive and not comfortable. So, yeah, oh. I was terrified. I was stressed out. I put my hands, my head in my hands and noticed that I had a giant, beautiful dick. And yeah, I uh, noticed that. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, no, we're good. Oh, this is oh, this is great. Yeah, they showed me the film, and I was like, "Oh, I do have a great hog. Let's put this on. <laughs> Let's do this." So yeah, man, that's that's my search history. I was just trolling for dicks this morning. I just was there like, go. "I got to see this thing. I got to know what the fuss is about." You Cast know? the nets. What? Uh, <laughs> what is something you think is overrated? You know, this is controversial because everybody's doing it and they love it. Travel. What are we doing? <laughs> Why are we going places? Why are we What's even leaving our homes? Like, I'm, 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 you know, traveling for comedy again. And I, I went to L.A. last week and came back. And it's just like, I keep trying. You know what I mean? And I'll, it's just, it's a lot. You know what I mean? It's a lot. And I know people are like, I want to go to the fucking Maldives. And I'm going to go walk in here. And I'm just like, 
man, I can't even handle like it just once you get out of the airport, it's OK. But then it's like you're in a whole new city and then it's like adjusting to the vibe of the city. It's just a lot. But I'm I'm mm. I'm easing back into it. But I'm I'm just not a fan. I, I don't I don't like to travel like I used to. I really don't. Is it because you have so like you feel like you're living in a place because you love, you know, you ever since you moved, you've been like, I'm fucking living. Do you think That's maybe because you've kind of like found a you're vibrating at a new frequency too? So maybe I the travel so. bug lessons. I think so. I do think that has something to do with it because it's like, why would I leave? Like, I'm so comfortable here. Like, I'm so in my element. Like, I love everything that's happening. And then mm-hmm. I leave and I'm like, ugh, this sucks. You know, and I come <laughs> home like, and I'm like, thank God, this is yeah. better. I just want to be so home. I think, I think also, jump on I think my face. Yeah. It's also just like the number of people around. It's just like. Yeah. On a plane. People many. are just so. And now that people aren't wearing masks and shit, it's like really full stupidity and full behaviors have come back. And I'm just like, oh, so we're just like fucking gross just <laughs> we're back to like square one patient zero disgusting yeah like have you learned nothing no nope. like there was a dude maskless fucking raw dog took his fucking shoes off next to me was like peeling an oh. egg i was like bro do you have a fucking sack full of tuna like what are you doing like he's like i do want ch- some <laughs> yeah another woman was changing I- her baby on the seat next to her i was like bitch i know that bathroom is small but like do you need to sm- do oh, we all gosh. need to be a part of this diaper changing and it was a little boy too and you know how little boys be fucking popping off and i was just like yo if i get a squirt of piss over this seat i swear <laughs> to god i will pump that baby into the bathroom and fucking push you in there like do not <laughs> Wow. Was t- I've never been more on edge than looking between the seats behind me and seeing a little baby dick and being like, what the fuck is happening? Like, like the, this ain't the bathroom. <laughs> this is not oh the bathroom, man. Yeah. Like baby fecal matter on a seat, like gross. Just everybody's. Hey, gross, but man. you know what? This is what this is what the airline is doing to keep you safe. We're sanitizing every surface. Yeah. You're like, do you also know somebody's shit was on this seat? Are you yeah. shampooing the carpet that covers every seat and bel- underneath the seat? Oh. Planes are just so gross. It's just, it's just a it's flight gross. is also. When was the last time you were on a flight that wasn't like patched to the gills with people? Never, never. It, Actually, yeah. the only thing. So I'm going to come out and say this. I used to be a Southwest hater. Like fuck Southwest. Mm. I was like fuck that Greyhound in the sky. Whatever. You know, I'm I'm status on other airlines, but. I've flown Southwest like the last three times I've gone to L.A. just because it's been cheaper and everyone else is hiking up their prices. And so I'm just like not paying for it. Mm-hmm. But I did not realize yeah. that Southwest has a whole like flying while fat policy. That's not what they call it, but that's what I call it. Mm. They call it a COS policy. So this is just a hot tip for fatties. If you fly Southwest, when you check in, you can tell them I want to take advantage of your COS policy, which means that they give you a seat little card to put on the seat next to you to say it so no one can sit there and they let you pre-board so that's in front of the a's so you Uh, pre-board with like the grandmas on the wheelchairs then you get to choose whatever seat you want and then you put that card next to you and then no one can sit there and so even if it's a full fucking flight you get a seat between you so you are the goddess that has or the god that has two seats and then if you're a real you're a real one you try to signal another fatty who doesn't know about it. And you would go, hey, bitch, you want to sit here because ain't no one sitting in this seat. And then you make a new fat friend and then you're both happy and you high five. Boom. Did I you see really- the video? So- somebody was like doing. Did I- Have I talked about this already on the show? The guy who was like how to make sure nobody sits next to you on a bus or like Southwest flight. And everybody who walks down the aisle, he just like makes eye contact with them, smiles and then taps the seat next to them. <laughs> That's next hilarious. Day, like <laughs> invitingly. Right and, That's yeah, hilarious. and everyone's just like, fuck no. I'm good. I'm yeah. so or like good caress yeah. the seat that they did yeah. in, like with yeah. like a finger. Like, ooh. Yeah. 
eye. You don't have to put just... your arm out like you're just waiting for them to sit down. So you put your arm around eager. them, yeah. uh, doing the yawn. Be like, how about this? It's so great. Yeah, my th- my method of just like not looking at anyone and hoping that you know. Oh, I always used to. I down. always used to pretend I was sick. Because mm-hmm. like That's for a, yeah, work, I, that used to be mine too. Yeah, and when I was working in politics, I have to go to Sacramento so much to the capital that I got like I had a rhythm getting on a Southwest flight. Yeah, I'd be like this. Mm, like I would just do this. So oh, mm. so sick. Oh, like just yeah, grunting. Yeah. Ooh, sweating. You're typically, like water on your face. Uh, yeah, unless it was full. <laughs> people don't want to sit near somebody who's in a middle seat, being like, right. Oh, oh I feel terrible. Yeah. Oh. What is something you think is underrated? All right, man. The Roomba. Mm. I bought wow. a Roomba, one of those those vacuum robots. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know they've been around for a long time, but I'm like, uh, like how hard is it to vacuum for yourself? What's the big deal? Granted, I haven't been a dog owner until this year, and like the I've but I've owned cats, and like cats shed like a motherfucker, but I always just was like on top of it sweeping whatever. And maybe it's also because now I have a very large house and like the square footage is just overwhelming. But I was literally having breakdowns once a day because I was like, I just swept. What happened? What is I can't like literally losing my mind over keeping my floors clean. And then I bought this fucking Roomba. Holy shit, man. It just gets everything. Like I set it to go at 8 p.m. every night. It fucking vacuums. It's loud as shit, but I don't care because I wake up to like clean floors like every it like it vacuums up shit that I didn't even know was there. Like, I can sweep and swiffer my ass off, and I just, like, I feel like there's always dog hair there. But when I empty that little Roomba thing, it's just, like, chock full of dog hair, and I'm like, okay, so I'm not a psycho. Like, this is an egregious amount of hair, but this thing is just making my life so happy. It's just going around. It's underneath furniture. It's just sucking up all the stuff, and I know it's, like, super boring, but, like, yo, man, shout-outs to Roomba. So do they... You... you, This is your first Roomba. First Roomba. I've had a Roomba... I had to like set up these like training cones for it to know where it could and couldn't go. It w- it was like complicated, oh, and then it kept getting to do stuck under. Yeah, I'm wondering if they finally like figured it now, out. Now, I mean, they gave me basically this like little beacon thing that like you can stick near something to create like a barrier or a wall, or you can like stick it in front of like a pet food bowl, and it basically will create like a a semicircle arc that it won't go into. But otherwise, like the first time I ran it, it ran for like five hours and it basically mapped out my house. Right, right. And it yeah, creates a whole map of your house. For. And then you can go in and you can basically set the borders for each room. You name the rooms and then you can say, hey, go clean the kitchen. And it just goes to clean the kitchen. Or you can be like clean everywhere but the laundry room and it'll go and clean everywhere but the laundry room. So you can like basically specify now. But it's been like two weeks and I've been like trying all the different shit to see if I can like confuse it like and it honestly has been going up over all my rugs. It's been going up over like the folded wow. blanket that I use as my dog's place. Like it's only taken out one cord when mm. I didn't like put the cord up. But like you do have to like make sure like there's not a dog toy. Like, you know, right. there's or not like, a weird thing. Up. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, like it, I mean, it's been doing pretty good. Like it hasn't gotten stuck anywhere yet. When it runs out of like juice, that's the only thing. Like if it's doing my whole house, yeah, because my whole house is pretty big. Like, it'll run it out of juice, and then it'll plug itself back in and charge, and then, like, 40 minutes later, you're like, why are you starting again? And it's like, oh, it forgot 12 square feet by the right. kitchen, and it's like, I had to take a to Union 15. It. I'll be right, right back. And yeah. it goes right back to where it left yep. off. It doesn't just start over again. See, nope. that's... All right, yeah. I should note, I had the Roombo, which oh, was no. uh, <laughs> a knockoff oh, version that I picked I had up a room at boy. the 99 cent <laughs> uh, store. But yeah, my yeah. Well, my experience was not great, but I, I was probably misusing that's why you never, it in some that's, way. I heard all the terrible stories forever, and then I finally like broke down. And I mean, you guys will love it because I know you guys are Costco bros too, but like 
it was on sale at Costco and I was just like go. Costco online and they shipped it to me. It was like $100 off. I was like, hell yeah, send me that fucking Roomba. I'll try anything. Let's go. Uh, and now I'm like, they have a mop Roomba. And so now I'm like on the precipice. Like what? I'm going to live with this Roomba for a month. And if it still is good, then I'm going to get the mop one because you oh can basically God. sync them. <clears throat> so it yeah. sends out vacuum Roomba. And then when vacuum Roomba is done, it sends out the mop. So if I can get that, yo, my life's about old. to change. Just have a I'm about fleet. Yo, yeah, I'm about to like win back so much wine drinking time and weed smoking time at night. Like, I'm just gonna be able to like chill and put my feet up on my recliner and be like, "Yeah, Roomba, get that bitch." Me and Judy yeah. are watching Mop fucking that, Ozarks. Roomba. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, shout outs to the Roomba. It was always so sad when I would like find it stuck under a piece of furniture, and I would just, be like, devastated. Dead. It, it, yeah, it, it felt running like out of fire, like a, a gerbil or something. Like yeah. you know. And then I have an honorary under underrated also. Yeah. Like just like a, a second one is a Long Beach Airport. Have you guys ever flown out of Long Beach Airport? No. I have on JetBlue uh, when I went to New York a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Did they have like the outdoor lobby there when you were there? No. Yo. So they have redone ago. the Long Beach Airport. I'd never been there before, but I guess it just got redone. It's really quiet because who the fuck flies out of Long Beach, yeah, right? Yeah. JetBlue isn't there anymore, but Southwest is there. But they have a whole, after TSA, you go through TSA, and then you know how you usually come into, like, the chaos hall where, like, everyone's looking for, like, where do I go? There's no chaos hall. It's just an open courtyard. Wow. Fresh air. What? Benches. Tables. Trees. And then to the left is one side of the terminal, and to the right is the other side of the terminal. But, like, you can literally spend your whole two hours just outside. You don't have to be in the airport. Love that. You can be outside in the fucking sun. Having a beer, having a wine, having a water, whatever. Yeah. And then you walk into the terminal and get on your plane. It was the most relaxing departure. I was like, yo, I'm Long Beach is out of the way, but it might be worth it just to like not have to deal with LAX. Right, for real. Wow, okay. Like, so yeah, if you if you have a flight path that is like workable through Long Beach, I would say try it. It is awesome. It That's was like me so going to Burbank. Yo, yeah, I miss Burbank. They canceled the the Southwest from Nashville to to Burbank, and I'm devastated. They used Mm. to have a direct flight, and they don't have it anymore, and it's heartbreaking. But yeah, shout out to Long Beach. LA innovated in the outdoor malls, the outdoor high schools, according to 90210. I wasn't really, (laughs) I I didn't go to high school out here. But uh, yeah, I hadn't even thought about the outdoor airport. That's that's amazing. It's next level, man. It It was really... Like I was, I was actually pleased. I was just like, "Oh wow, yeah, I will, I will sit in traffic to leave this airport." <laughs> yeah. it's All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
Hey, here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Visible is the wireless company that makes wireless visible. No hidden fees, no really. Save on wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. And... So, you know, the big tech has taken the idea of technological solutions and made us all very suspicious, but there are still some good things being done with technology by the people. Yeah. Like the last couple months, we've seen story after story about corporate union busting and retaliatory firings for people who are trying to organize their coworkers. But, you know, like in this moment where there's a huge swell of support for organized labor, many people are finding new ways to push back and actually make things difficult for some of these companies. So, you know, they're one of the, the tactics that have been used from people like 
you know, pushing back against places like Kroger or Starbucks or Kellogg's, who have been recently in the news for their unsavory business practices, they're saying, you know what we can do? We can spam the fuck out of the job listings when these companies post for, you know, essentially what they're looking for is a like a professional union buster, like for their company. So this is from Vice talking about uh, in February, Gen Z for change coder, Sophia Angeli says, quote, let's talk about Starbucks. In case you missed it, they fired seven of their Memphis, Memphis workers who are trying to unionize. They even took it upon themselves to launch an entire anti-union website. But unions are good. They protect workers. A super cool website that my friends and I made that make it easy for you to flood the application pool. Uh, essentially saying like it'll this site will auto generate a ton of applicants using you know a script with python quote it'd be a real shame if people use the website and let starbucks know unionizing is good and they shouldn't be firing workers who try to unionize you know just putting it out there essentially saying go to this website you can spam the fuck out of the thing and it'll basically put their ability to hire someone in like total gridlock mm. by like just overwhelming their inboxes with these applicants and something similar was even happening more, not necessarily that it was on TikTok and sort of getting younger people to get involved, but the SEIU, they did something where they're using technology to try and A-B test some things. For example, they suspected that Chipotle had, you know, some, maybe some, you know, some racial disparities in who they hire for open managerial positions. So what they did was they submitted pairings of names, a white applicant and a black applicant with racially distinctive names. And they guess what they found out when they submitted hmm. 624 applications. The hmm. black yeah, applicants typically did not hear back even close to the rate that these white applicants uh, were hearing back. And so even there, they're using that to sort of support greater arguments, say this is this uh, what based on what we found through this correspondence testing that we were doing is that they there are some biased hiring practices. So it's it's an interesting moment because a lot of labor people who've been studying like labor movements for a while said this is kind of new because technology hasn't been used this way for worker organizing or pushing back against companies. And it's kind of a it is a very different moment than than usual. Yeah, that one's really brilliant because that's the sort of thing that I could see a corporation responding to is like just yeah. a very targeted like, look, this we ran this test. You guys failed. It's now in the media. Like you have to do something. The mm -hmm. the like gridlock one, I'm a little bit like because I just feel like the Starbucks finds a way around that or just hires like their kids or you know their their fail sons or you know that they can always find a way to hire. But like the the one where they like do a targeted experiment publicly that proves that you're fucking racist is like corporations would like they have to respond to that like they're having a meeting about that shit right now right but i do think the twofold kind of attack though is sort of brilliant because it does take a lot of time and effort to go through applicants and to oh, select yeah, yeah. ones mm -hmm. so like either way like they're hitting them in the pocketbook right the internet is supposed to ease access to applicants like oh and it's also the internet uses you know oh well we didn't see them it's anonymity like it's just names so like being able to spam them with all these and then be able to back it up and say, oh, here, we're also doing this experiment that, like, you are racist, to your point, is brilliant to me because it's both. You're going to get them politically yeah. and, like, kind of outward facing and then getting them in the pocketbook is very smart. Super, yeah. super cool use of body technology or whatever it's called. And along the way, too, you know, like with 
just on social media, it's contributing to just massive support for organized labor in general. You know, like you have younger people in record numbers who are now like, yeah, this this is what we need to have some yeah. kind, some seemingly equitable future. They said the National Labor Relations Board said there's a 60 percent increase in like workers filing union elections in the last six months. So like we're seeing we're actually seeing measurable increased activity around labor organizing. And they even said this is a Gallup poll uh, showed that this is the highest support since 1965 for unions. It was 68 percent. That's really interesting. And right now, bet people between the eight ages of 18 and 34 support unions at a rate of 77 percent. That's really interesting. That's actually something that like I've never thought of before. Right. Like are these younger generations aware of the labor movements that have happened in the past? Like outside of just like, oh, that was the civil rights thing. You know, and it was like, no, no, no. Like, are you aware of the literal labor movements? Like, mm -hmm. are you aware of like why unions exist? I just feel like maybe some of the, these younger folks haven't had exposure to this because they've just been like, oh, I have this job. Like, it's just not a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And a lot of people are going into more skilled jobs as opposed to just like general labor jobs, which traditionally are supported by unions. Right. You know, outside of like, there's a whole labor movement going on in the cannabis movement right now. You know, people trying to unionize, you know, all the folks. And those are all staffed by a lot of young people. It's really interesting to see this, that like maybe some people just this is their first exposure to to unionization and, and that kind and of I why think it exists. like on TikTok, like I'm even learning about the union history from TikTok users, too. So there, there's like a Yo, that there, dance there, must go hard. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's wild. My knees are a little too weak to get that low sometimes. Yeah, but, how many death drops? No, <laughs> look, I, I busted the back of my head trying to hit a death drop. Uh, didn't realize how you're supposed to land. I just threw my yeah, body yeah. to the ground. You're like, oh, just die? Up. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is, I think, it's it's just a, like, it's, it's heartening to hear people who have been observing, like, labor yeah. movements say, like, typically, workers have been way behind trying to combat union busting because right. typically the companies are so well-funded that it's just a different landscape. But now because of technology, social media, like it's allowing for a lot of, you know, people to experiment with ways to try and expose things or push back. And, and a lot of this did start, if you remember, was back in Texas when they were talking about like doing the anti-abortion bills. And there was a user who was like, you can, you know, spam that website to try and get people to, you know, it's just like, you can report somebody. And they're like, well, how about we flood your website with nonsense? Yeah. And then that, you know, they ended up having to shut the website down. So there's a lot of, a lot of things going on, but it's, you know, this is, this is the way the, the youth them are getting involved. Well, I'm, I'm happy to hear it. And it's cool to see technology being used for something that actually, you know, not that it's not used for things that are beneficial, but you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. Uh, it's cool to what, see the kids are, the kids are all right, man. And tech savvy, too. I'm like, man, you want me to do what with Python, a script? Uh, I don't like snakes, dog. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> like, hey, I'll pick it. I don't know how to do that other shit, though. And so yeah. I think what we're, we're also seeing is like young, more people are at a younger age are just getting such diversified skill sets because yeah. of like the amount of information that's out. You can like train yourself in so many things if you have the will to do it. So it's interesting to see it all express itself in this way. Yeah, it's, a, it's also a nice counterpoint to all the Gen Z's actually fucking conservative dude the headlines that right. like Business Insider is coming through with. And there there's that person that MSNBC led on who was like, I'm a pro-life oh, Gen, yeah, Gen Z'er. Z. And actually the majority of Gen Z was like is, eight out of 10 or something that yeah. person said. Yeah, which is <laughs> not true. Way to go putting that person on TV. Yeah, yeah. 
All right, let's talk, uh, speaking of the ban on abortion that may be coming our way. So Susan Collins, who has been like kind of a key figure in this whole fight because she was like always the the hope that maybe she wouldn't be, she wouldn't vote for Gorsuch or Kavanaugh or Coney Barrett because she's supposed to be a moderate Republican. So people have been asking her, you said that you were only voting for them because you thought they would not overturn Roe. And her response is not that she regrets supporting them, but that they lied. They lied <laughs> Imagine. To me. Do you believe it? She I said, can't. Quote, quote, if these leaked draft opinion, if this leaked draft opinion is the final deci- decision and this reporting is accurate, it would be completely inconsistent with what Justice Gorsuch and Justice Kavanaugh said in their hearings and in our meetings in my office. She claims, she's always been saying, they told me that Roe was settled law, that it was precedent, that that was, that's, that's done and dusted. Hmm. Meanwhile, Chuck Schumer was saying things at the same time. He said, when I spoke to Brett Kavanaugh, he wouldn't answer yes to the question of whether Roe was settled law when I asked him. Hmm. So he made it clear to me where he was at, and he lied to your little naive ass, saying, oh, yeah, 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 that's that's settled. That's settled, man. So I got your vote. Good, good. Watch this shit now. It's a very, you know, uh, it, it's 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 disheartening. Well, I don't know if it's disheartening, because every time, like, it would come down to Murkowski and Collins, and like, oh, can they? Will they figure out that these are bad people to put on the bench? Uh, and they never did. So now... She's dealing with a little bit of a fallout. People are upset, obviously, at what, you know, this uh, leaked opinion is indicating. And in a horrific display of partisan terrorism, Susan Collins <laughs> woke up to her side, something written on her sidewalk in front of her home in colored chalk. And it's very it said, threatening, Miles. It's very threat. Don't don't. If under- I say this out loud, understate. I don't want the Secret Service coming for me. Right. But I'm going right. to say it because I'm a fucking rebel. Just, you know, get Turn ready. this down. Turn this down if you have people around you that you right. can't hear. Okay. You're you're about to be your your heart rate's gonna speed up a little bit. And Justin, you might have to bleep this out just to protect me, but I'm gonna say it because we're brave here. It said, quote, Susie, please, Mainers want WHPA, which is the Women's Healthcare Protection Act. Vote yes. Clean up your mess. Oh my God. And it was written in menacing chalk. Yes, and I do want to point out that the dot above the eye is a tiny uterus. Yes, with yes. So this with is ovaries. very threatening. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's not only block letters, you know what I mean, in multiple colors of chalk. Mm-hmm. There's an additional iconographic. Yeah. This is threatening. This is and very threatening. Using such an informal way to address a senator? Susie? For real? Even. Are you trying to set my house on fire with that talk? What is going on? So, you know, she did what any responsible white woman would do in this situation, called the police. So she called the police and said, there's something awful outside my house. Can you collect DNA samples? How do we how do we get to the bottom of this? They tried. The cops showed up and they said, all right. (laughs) And they left. (laughs) A, A city sanitation worker came and just power washed it off. And then the comment from the police was. This wasn't an overtly threatening message. So I just like <laughs> the mental space of this person, right? To to know that when you when you're out here being like, I'm convinced this person's gonna take away your rights, even if you'd maybe believe it or really don't believe it, and then seeing the the fallout from your behavior and then being like, This is awful, this is terrible, what's going on? 
like the disconnect there with what your vote means is really wild. Let's also talk about the white woman in her neighborhood. Fucking chalk, bitch. Make a sign. Cover her fucking yard in signs. Take a shit on her porch. Put a fucking paper flag in it that's shaped like a uterus and be like, bitch, what? I'm going to have all my unwanted children on your motherfucking front lawn. Vote yes. Like, right. I just, I, w- I, I think we need to be a lot louder about this. I'm just like, this well, little right. cute little fucking sidewalk drawing. Get out of here, bitch. Get out of here. S- Susie, please. Please. Clean up your mess. Oh my God. Susie, comma, please. Susie. That's a threat, Jack. Yeah. Very, very threatening stuff. And the tone police are out in full force, you know, still. Whether it's this or other people, like Democrats have been like, I don't know if Brett Kavanaugh deserves to have all this ruckus by his house. You know what I mean? Like they're already advancing bills to protect Supreme Court justices. Yeah. yeah. Like, wow. Okay. What happened to like, you know, codifying Roe? Yeah, but you're like, no, 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 no. You don't, don't bring the smoke to a Supreme Court justice's house. No, no, no. Because again, they're revealing. It's very clear what they're trying to reveal. They want to maintain the status quo. Now, not necessarily that they they're saying we want to protect this overturning of Roe, but they certainly don't want a reality where people are organizing in mass and right. you know, voicing their displeasure because that's the road to. What where's the power then at that point? Also, it's not please or thank you. It's please and thank you. So if they didn't want to be threatening, it should have been Susie, please. Mainers want WHPA, but clean up your mess. Thank you. So clearly this is the work of Al-Qaeda, I would say. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just wild. You know, you have Chris Coons and John Cornyn, a Democrat and a Republican. They're introducing the bill with unanimous support to provide extended security protection for the immediate family members of Supreme Court justices. Mm-hmm. And you're not you're not connecting the fucking dots. Yeah, yeah. But listen, there are I mean they are, but moms with tumblers full of white wine and Sprite and a fucking pocket full of chalk. You know what I mean? It is a dangerous mm-hmm. world out here, Miles. Yeah, it's it dangerous. Is. No, you're right. No, you're right. You're right. No. Yeah. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Hey, here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Visible is the wireless company that makes wireless visible. No hidden fees, no really. 
Save on wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do find this missing girlfriend and tell her story with the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one like my producer Anna oh my god my friend Dr. Mindy Shapiro hi it's Dr. Shapiro and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner and of course Gail's sister Elaine Katz having no closure it kills you join us as we try to solve a 35 year old cold case it's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. <sighs> and <laughs> I, I, I want to talk about... Like what we were just talking about, basically, the the fact that when somebody writes on someone's sidewalk in chalk or quietly protests out the, outside of someone's house and it's protesting a right wing policy being promoted by white Bible thumping men like they the reaction is to protect the Bible thumping men. But on the other hand, I think a, a, a trend that is being it's just kind of been normalized just because it's like one of many pieces of bad news. But the whole like rhetoric coming off of the right that like anybody who talks to children makes room for children to have questions or even have gender affirming health care or, you know, messages around them uh, is a groomer. So this guy Jack Califano tweeted last night, the groomer and pedophile thing 
are the clearest moment where I where I've thought, oh wow, they're really they really are planning on killing a lot of people eventually. Because like if you read about genocides in history, like Rwanda, you know, like modern history, all it takes is like government complicity, which not hard to imagine in 2024 Trump administration and a source of information that is just like reinforcing this messaging over and over again. And Rwanda was like radio, state radio. But like, I don't know, it's just we're in a really dangerous place. And I don't know how it gets less dangerous before, you know, like we, we've seen the story of people accosting families with gay parents in public, telling them, telling the kids they need to get away from their parents because they're groomers. And in the mainstream, we've seen like the panic over like the quote from a Disney call where they're just talking about spreading acceptance and messaging about like acceptance and diversity in their work. And they've turned that into like they're trying to brainwash our kids and like groom them to like victimize them sexually. I don't know. It like that that tweet really like struck me as like actually true and kind of like something we should be thinking about more not to be like we we need to be like terrified but this is a very like dangerous undercurrent that's only getting like louder and more surface level i feel like i think people should be more terrified yeah yeah i I mean it's it's terrifying overall because this is also a smokescreen for coming from real pedophiles (laughs) yeah do you know what i'm saying like i mean let's 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 really look at this even further this is a complete you know this is a a tactic in a group of people that we know are involved in trafficking and sex rings with children and now that's like you know to kind of reapply and to sort of project this onto you know the gay population and to try to use sort of the the widespreadness of us trying to like understand more and to try to be accepting of trans people of all ages right you know this is a scary time and we should not be going backwards and forgetting and like it just it sucks because like when you use things like pedophilia it makes it easier for people to be pedophiles right because people to redirect that attention somewhere else and it's like meanwhile there's kids that are being hurt like i don't want to you know, say that we shouldn't be aware of that because that is a real problem. But like, it's such a slippery slope to move in to be like, no, let, now let's just kill all gay people because gay people are the reason why pedophilia exists. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, they're not the same thing. That That's, they're totally yeah. mutually exclusive. The conflation is precisely what they're going for. And Correct. I mean, you just even look, right? Because for all the talk of like, you know, you're going to have to vote your way out of this or whatever. I mean, do you look at the maps and how gerrymandered there are? It's... Most political forecasters like, I don't think the, I don't know how the fuck the Democrats are going to get a, a real majority in the Senate again. If you look at how these maps are going, how the gerrymandering yeah. works, the voter suppression, that are, are they even thinking about it from their perspective, too? It's like yeah. the the deck is getting stacked increasingly. Yes. And it's the terrifying. chances of like being able to turn over politicians at a high rate is not very realistic. And I think the other thing that people don't realize, too, is how gridlocked state houses are, too, especially in red states. It's it's very difficult. So I think I don't know. I mean, I think this is this is just something that generally deserves more awareness, because like like we're saying, even with this, with how Alito is talking about this decision, the logic is almost it's basically boiling down to if it's not literally in the Constitution, it's not a right. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So that leads to gay marriage. That leads to contraception. That leads to right. so many other things like that. 
Now, some states aren't going to do it the way, you know, like everyone. But like we like we touched on yesterday or the day before, how this could also lead to like intrastate legal battles about trying to yep. extradite people like to say this this doctor gave abortion care to this person from the state where it's illegal. Now I want to charge you with attempted murder or something like that. That is another quagmire that is, you know, on the horizon as well with as things get more litigious and fraught. And accusations of like child abuse and child murder and things like that are always heavily uh, involved in, you know, the early stages of a, a buildup to genocide, like the anti-Semitic belief that Jews were ritually murdering children was like a big part of like blood libel, which eventually, you know, led to the Holocaust, you know, and all of this would be like less concerning if we didn't live in a society where right wing violence is like tolerated and left wing protesting for human rights is equated with terrorism. Like that is that is the mainstream response. Like that's, you know, we, we talked about it with Susan Collins, but there has been so much right wing extremism and like the response from the right is to like openly put like screen a documentary where they're like this is an attack on you and like something that like amps up the rhetoric like tucker carlson wow. had that like january 6th like documentary that was basically claiming <laughs> that any sort of attempt to address right-wing extremism is a like political act by the left a political act of like attacking and it's just so dangerous and heading in a more dangerous direction. And there's just like nothing really pushing back on it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, again, why it's even more important to begin looking in your own community and understanding like, you know, those, how mutual aid is works because it, it, you know, there are, there are, there's, there is a possibility for a positive outcome, but, the way leadership is now in this country, it's it's hard to know that. I mean, there's just this, like they're so out of touch with everything that's happening. Katie Porter, who's a congress congresswoman from California, who regularly gives really moving speeches or like interrogates bankers or other people. She and apparently like in a closed session meeting with other Democrats, she like got really emotional just talking about how expensive like just literally bacon is at the store and how many families are looking to be like, holy shit, sandwich bread is like five bucks? Yeah. Like, how the fuck do... Now I'm on the search for something that's like under four or cereals, like seven or six and a half. And she was talking about just her experience as a as a, a provider and the, and the, and the, even the, the stress she felt of being like, I don't know if I can buy $10, a $10 pack of bacon when I go to the store. And apparently she was saying after that, she said it was the first time she saw her colleagues kind of connect with what she was saying and they said but this isn't showing that she said somebody came up to her another congressperson said this isn't showing up in the polling and she mm. said you're not asking the right fucking question correct and that's correct. i think so revealing is that so many there's only like a handful of people that are in congress that are like man this shit is so bad for normal people like half of y'all are millionaires most of y'all are millionaires yeah so what the fuck would you know about like you you would barely bat an eye at a five dollar loaf of bread because the five dollars is nothing to you. But if you have a budget and shit's increasing by orders of like twenty percent at a time, 
that throws your whole fucking life off. And that's the thing that they're not connecting with. And so many other things that, you know, like every even like NGOs that are talking about the rise of fascism in the U.S. They're like, yeah, the way to combat it would be to combat inequality. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Don't don't I, allow the tension people experience to be co-opted by other people's narratives to say to put yeah. fascism and shit in their head and be like, and that's why you're broke. Yeah, well, I think it's so important too. like people on the coasts, you know what I mean? It's so easy because we do make more money. People who live on the coasts, you know what I mean? than the, the rest of the country. And I think it's so easy to get out of perspective and get so angry about the wrong stuff. You know what mm. I mean? And not that like there's right stuff and wrong stuff, but there kind of is. You know what I mean? Like you need to be aware of what all these decisions are doing and how they're impacting the people that live in the middle and live in other areas like being down here or in even the in the cities we're in you know correct Shit. you know it could be the other side of the city that you don't drive to that you don't see you know mm -hmm. what i mean it's like you just need to open your eyes and be aware like being down here in the south has definitely like given me a new perspective on everything you know what i mean because there's just such a huge juxtaposition of 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 very very poor and people who are just like not on the fucking internet you know what i mean and mm -hmm. just stuff that is a little bit different, but it's there's such a divide in our country, and it, it is terrifying. It's terrifying, and yeah. it's sad. Yeah. And I think we just need to be able to get over, like, our philosophy as a nation that needing help is bad. Because Correct. I think that, that's, that mentality extends to, you know, men in the just ridiculously high suicide rates and other things. Like, there's just, there's not a culture of saying you're vulnerable in this country. Mm. And that's, that's not okay. Because like, oh, what, you're poor? Okay, how poor are you? Right. right. Do you deserve this? Like, what the fuck? I said I need help. I said I can't afford yeah. food. And now you're means testing this shit? I just need help. Or And, and the shame that goes along with that. And I think and that we're, we're constantly making people feel ashamed of that rather than saying we need to just embrace people that need help. And that's fine. People need to be more open to say, I mean, not to say people aren't expressing that, but culturally, that's still... We're still not at that point where yeah, we can, there's someone not can a be stigma vulnerable. behind it. Yeah, yeah, and we embrace that. And there's not safe. a full-time job's worth of work to get the help, which is currently yes. the way it works. Right. That you have to suddenly work 20 hours a week to just manage the insane, uh, insanely understaffed system of the government and government right. subsidies and help. And all those offices are only open during the hours that you are at work and your children, you know, are or not at school. So right. it's like... Right. You have to sacrifice either your own job, your child care, or your child's education in order to facilitate, like you said, getting those services, right? There's some mm -hmm. stuff you can't even do online. You got to go in there. You got to show them some piece of paper. You got to, you know, it's terrible. It's like how you expect someone to work and then you also come in here between 8 and 2 p.m. We okay, don't. Okay, cool. And that's how we save money. That's yeah. how the government saves oh. money. Yeah. And then we can still pat ourselves on the back and say, hey, I signed that bill. That, I that allowed for that. But you I know. I voted. Yeah, but we but we we kneecap that little provision to the point that it did, this is going to do fuck all. Don't worry. Man. But I can you know, tell people that I'm doing that for money money and resources to take advantage of every break the government wants to give them as corporations <laughs> and rich people. Ah. Huh. Well, Lydia, such a pleasure having you as yeah. always. Thanks. Uh, where can people had. find you, follow you, all that good stuff? Sure. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Hater Tuesday. I have a website as well called LydiaPopovich.com. If you are someone who knows how to work Squarespace, fucking 
email me. I don't like it anymore and I can't figure out how to use it and I need some help. So <laughs> throw that out, these fucking nerds. Somebody knows the internet. Help me out. I just want to put make Come it on, look Zyke, I bet you, hey, look. The That's why I'm saying it. Like, if, if any audience can help Zyke me, gang. it's this audience. Fuck with Lydia. Like, Hit her up. <laughs> Hater Tuesday. Go. So yeah, LydiaPopovich.com. I am doing shows this weekend with my best friend and certainly not yours, Marcella Arguello. She and I are at the Comedy Fort in Fort Collins, Colorado on the 13th and the 14th. She is recording her second album. So come through. You'll see me featuring and then you'll see Marcella do a killer hour. So that's going to be fucking rad weekend of shows. Yeah, Colorado. Yeah. That's a blessing. Yeah, that's going to be dope. I'm going to smoke so much good weed. I can't wait because California oh, yeah. prices are out of control. And we know what's happening in Tennessee. So yeah. I'm really looking forward to to being in Colorado and seeing what's good. Colorado. Let's hang. Yeah. Hey, yeah, Colorado yeah. Zyke gang. Come, you know, come out to these shows. Let, let Lydia know she's internationally yeah, known and locally respected. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Heck yes. Heck yes. And Marcella. Let, let Marcella, and Marcella know. Too. Yeah, show up. Nah, Marcella, Marcella, look, man. Marcella flew away. She got so big on us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> nah, we love so much love for Marcella. Oh, yeah. Nothing but. Uh, is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying? Um, so this is related to the top of, of the hour tweet. So, you know, I did all that Googling for uh, Jesse Williams. And of course, you give it to the algorithm and you shall receive whether you want to or not. So <laughs> I got a tweet that fell into my feed that made me laugh so hard. I can only describe it because it's a video. And then you can try to find it. Uh, and I won't give the person a shout out. Who it is it because there's like an OnlyFans person and I think they probably do porn and whatever. So the tweet is just the words say this clingy. And then it has kind of like a smirky face. And then the video is a girl laying down in a dude's lap just using his dick to scroll her phone. And it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> She's like scroll using it like a... What's it called? Like a like a stylus, like a pen, like a stylus. Yeah, stylus yes, and she's yeah. like she's. Sw- I'm watching it now. It's so funny. She's swiping up. <laughs> she's double tapping with the tip. It is very funny. So shout out to that couple because hey man, I, I, I'm here for it. I, I love that kind of uh, comfortness and your and your love together. But it's it's quite funny. I never. It's just so fucking stupid. Like mm-hmm. swiping up with a with a fucking dick. It's great. great. <laughs> nice looking dick too. All right. Yeah. Big big day for nice looking dicks. Yeah. Serious. Miles, where can people find Sigh. you? What is the tweet you've been enjoying? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. And also check out the basketball podcast. Miles and Jack got mad boosties. We talk NBA every week with a fantastic guest. Oh, we have, I'm not joking. We're going to have actual legendary players on soon. And I can't even, I want, I'm going to wait for it to happen. And then I will scream from the top of the mountain who we spoke to. But hold on to yeah, your we should, butts. We should really hold off on on that tease until... The, until it's locked in, in. until it's in the can when it's yeah, in I'm the can so excited for you i both. will be screaming my head off and you can only imagine why okay so let's see a tweet that i like first one is from uh rohita kadambi at rohita kadambi tweeted hi i'm nick lachey and this is netflix's stanford prison experiment that was mine <laughs> i just love that <laughs> Shout out to, I forget, somebody in Zeitgang tagged me in that. It was Jan. Shout out to Jan for uh, letting me know about that tweet. You were right. I did like that one. Uh, There's another one that it says, truly Bradley deeply at Bradapalooza. It's that it's so it's a picture of George W. Bush on 9-11 when he's at that school and the his like staffers whispering like, you know, the the twin to the World Trade Centers or the Pentagon's being attacked. And he's like got that face. But the caption is, sir. They just pronounced them Chuck and Larry. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then his face is like, huh? Yeah. Those big things happening on that day. 
Let's yeah. see. You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. Tweet I've been enjoying uh, Mr. Meat Scraps, whose name is <laughs> at Really Loud Fart on Twitter. <laughs> That's what I read when I started laughing. Tweeted, I'm a 9-11 last responder. I just arrived on the scene today. Looks like it's already been taken care of. And Jason Concepcion tweeted, I hope the Lakers got Crypto.com's naming rights money up front. I, I literally had that thought myself in the last 24 hours. Is like, wait, so is... That's still going to be called Crypto.com Arena next year. Jack, we we called it. We knew. Yeah. We, I, as it yeah. was happening, I was like, don't worry. That's not going to last that long. The Crypt? It'd be like Pets.com Arena. You know what I mean? They should yeah. just let the actual Crips sponsor it. It'd last longer. I know. <laughs> I mean, exactly. much longer. That'd be rad. <laughs> and then Colin Deersing tweeted, Z-Way should moderate a presidential debate. And that needs oh, to happen. <laughs> I would love But that. they won't no, do it. The Republicans it. are done with debates. Yeah. Fuck. I actually don't know who would do worse than that. I feel like. Oh, my. Dude, <laughs> honestly, I think the Democrat would. Yeah, probably. You know, because right? they're they're the exact kind of person who gets tripped up on yeah. the show. Like yeah, yeah, an actual yeah. racist person. No surprises yeah. there. Yeah. Somebody yeah, yeah. pretending. They're used to they getting fucked shit. with. They're like, yeah, yeah, no, no, I hate black people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, no, you got it right. I absolutely agree. Right. Yeah, yeah. If it were up to me, like, I would look at, you know, are you from here? Okay, your parents aren't? Okay, well, then you could stay. Your parents, not so much. Got it. Right. Wow. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter, Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Footnotes. We link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Miles, as we head into the end of this week, one when uh, Kendrick's new album is about to be dropped mm. upon us, what are what are you recommending? What should we what should we use as a amuse bouche? Oh man, uh, let's see. You know, soul to soul. You know. Mm. Okay, well, there's a remix of that by Stro Elliott called "Soul to Stro," and it's. It's like a really interesting, like, sort of like remix of some of the vocals chopped up of that song and made into a new beat. And as somebody who loves the opening scene of Belly and just a general ah. fan of R&B music, uh, this is a fantastic rework. So this is Soul to Stro, S-T-R-O by Stro Elliott. All right. Well, go check that out. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows that is going to do it for us this morning. We're back this afternoon to tell you what is trending, and we will talk to y'all then. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. 
Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.